0: Welcome to today's podcast. Uh yeah with me today, Thelma Kariu from Malawi. I will be sharing a few tips and fundamentals about entrepreneurship, particularly looking at the aspect of a developing nation and a developing country. I'm not an expert in this, but I am one of those. I have tried so many businesses and I have gotten to a point where I've just realized that i think i'm finally like getting to something that i really really love and it's actually coming out to be good and i'm hoping that it will grow it'll expand and yeah i'm finally building my empire i can't say so first things first somebody would ask why would someone I mean so many entrepreneurs fail especially from like the developing nations from like um a not so prospering nation and things of that sort but one thing I can tell you is that anything is possible I also used to believe that you know sometimes you have to have like macho power you have to have like Excess, maybe, you know, excess power or be privileged or something of that sort. But I've seen people starting with nothing. You know, those people who were not even born with the silver spoons in the mouth, but they have managed to make it, you know, they've managed to maneuver around life. And at this point in time, coming this far, they're actually one of the most successful businesses. You know, there are a few examples that I can give, but at this point in time, I think I should just go straight into... What is exactly entrepreneurship and what is exactly, you know, running a business in a context? You know, anyone can start a business, whether you're a student, whether you are a 10 year old. I mean, we've seen so many posts nowadays about how like 10 year olds are actually just making lemonade and things of that sort. Depending on the skill that you have, depending on the knowledge that you have, it's very possible. And depending, highly depending, that skill and that knowledge. Are highly dependent on how you expo- how much you expose yourself, so you really need to learn you really need to know you really need to do your market research you know market- res- research you don't need to be an expert you can ask your friends, family whoever classmates what are you missing in life what is what what would you wish to be? you know something of that sort, but anyway, bottom line is coming this far what have I failed personally? And what can you do better? I'm sure that most people can relate to what I'm about to say. But um, yeah, so let's start this. Anyway, firstly, know your business. Most of us don't really know what product we're selling. You know, most of us don't even know what is actually needed. So this is a mistake that most of us do. Firstly, we start business without a plan. Not just a plan, but not knowing what exactly are we going to sell. For example, I'm going to give an example of like um, Chinese hair, you know, I mean hair from China. Most people just sell not knowing the grade. I've done that before. I've sold not knowing the grade, not knowing the source. And most importantly, it comes with no label and nothing. So you just sell it. You don't know whether you should sell it at a higher price or at a lower price. But at the same time, you just want to make a profit. And you want to convince people that this is from China. This is the best hair product. But at the same time, are you really aware of what it is? You know, and knowing your product, first of all, comes with answering why. You know, the question why. Why are you selling that product? So I would say most successful businesses that I've seen or that I've noticed and most of the people that I've interacted with, because over the year um, I've gotten to that point where I've interacted with most successful people in agribusiness, in reader, in, uh, I mean, clothing and fashion and all and all the like. But this is one thing that I've learned from almost all of them is that they provide a need. Not just a want, but they provide a need. I'll give an example of a woman who is making um, um preservatives, like, um, I mean, not just preservatives, but who is adding preservatives to vegetables? So these vegetables last longer and people actually go for them because they last longer. I mean, everybody would, wouldn't want to buy vegetables each and every day. People want to save money. People want to keep vegetables for longer. So this woman is actually, you know, she's just coming out, but she's actually making big uh, bags out of it. So look at that. And also, let me just give you an example of ketchup. How did ketchup come about? You know, how did it come about, I should say. Ketchup, tomato sauce, as we all know it's just tomato sauce. But then maybe to whoever he or she invented, oh, I prefer if it's a she. Okay, so I'll refer to a she. <laughs> so if it's a she who invented ketchup, maybe she looked at the need to attract kids to eat food, you know, to eat more food. Or maybe she looked at how there's a lot of tomato wastage. So she thought of adding, you know, a preservative to it. But at the same time, That sweetness actually is a preservative, but at the same time, it's also, you know, adding the value of the taste to the tomato paste. So you look at it, you know, from that perspective, you're like, you're trying to solve three problems. So ask yourself why, 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 why over and over and over again for you to actually be able to come up with a product, to actually be able to come up with uh, a service that is answering to people's needs. It's very important. Like at this point in time, there are a lot of things that are trending. Imagine travel. Being a travel agent is actually a thing, you know, but you have to have the skill. You know, being a travel agent, you know, some people their their cases of transportation. What if you just get your minibus? bus? You know, there's this small tima hajeti, tabuila masiwano. What if you just get that specifically for to take people every weekend from Lilongwe to Salima or wherever that wherever distance that it can cover you know so it's really possible and at the same time not knowing your business always ends you up in a certain trap going back to the imports that i tried on here I noticed that there's so many people, I started the business out of peer pressure, thinking that yes, it's at high demand, but I really didn't know what, how others are doing it. So I ended up getting in stuff at a higher cost, whereby I didn't know that my friends or my competitors actually divide costs. At the same time, I ended up um, being stuck in a market where it's already saturated and I had to compete. I didn't have a competitive advantage. I didn't have a lot of people who would want that hair. And mostly I am, I come from a middle class and mostly my buyers are from the middle class. So I couldn't charge that higher cost. I ended up just giving out, I mean, just giving it out on, on credit and until the present day, don't get me started on having people, friends and relatives paying back debts and paying back credits. It's that's a story for another day. So it's something that you always end up uh, at a loss, at a loss. You lose what you have covered your costs. You lose at uh, almost everything. So you have to be able to come up with a product that is very suitable to answer people's needs. I mean, and look at the channel of a business, you know, at the same time, you can be an agent, at a point, you can be you cannot do everything, I should say. So you can just, you know, have that in batch and be able to distribute to others. That's also another market. So you should know the channels of selling and the channels of marketing and the channels of distribution. This will also be very, very helpful to you. You know, you can just be a middleman, take things from one point to the other. You don't really have to specifically sell the good. But if you've provided the service that is between the good It's very possible. I'll give an example. If you know a friend who is into catering and you have a car that is just staying, why don't you partner up and say, what if I, you know, transport your foods maybe to a specific point and then we calculate each other's profits it's very possible so don't just rush to do a business that oh because people are doing it let me do the same most of us start without the knowledge without the skill without knowing what our business i mean what specifically what our business is and thirdly i think definitely not keeping records is one thing that will be deadly to most startups most startups would always think, oh, my business is still small. Wouldn't even account for the 2,000 quat that I've spent on transportation. I've done this so many times. Like I would have, when I was doing my tailoring and, um, jewelry making, I had to travel like a couple of distances just to find, uh, the materials. And I was losing a lot just on transportation. And I never considered that because I thought it's my daily, um, my daily, you know, Anything that I can do on a daily basis, but at the same time, it was costing me a lot. And every time I'd try to calculate profits, I'll only calculate with the prices of the materials, forgetting the running cost, the daily capital, and issues of that sort. So, this is how I and labor. Yeah, you have to. Be able to be accountable for your labor. I mean, the time that you spend making you good, whether you're paying someone to do it or whether you're doing it yourself, you always have to calculate your labor. I don't know how you can put it if it's five kwacha every hour or if it's 20 rand every hour, be accountable for it. You definitely have to pay yourself for the service that you're providing. It's not easy out here. So you really have to make sure that the time that you're investing, it's also a cost that is calculated. Um, so yeah, please do calculate your cost, whether you have creditors, whether you don't have creditors, keep track of all your records, costs, variable costs, and please invest in learning about business management. This is an important aspect. Whether it's the business models, whether it's the financial management, take some time. There are a lot of books on Google. There are a lot of pages, and there are a lot of videos on YouTube. If you have that bundle, go through it. You know, go on YouTube. Just Google how to calculate, you know, cash flows and things of that sort. Just look, I mean, they're simplified certain things. So please make sure that you know your records and at the same time when it comes to costing most of us don't really set a price. There are so many marketing I mean pricing strategies, whether it's against your competitors or whether it's um for your profits, uh whether it's for you to penetrate through the market, you know, some would actually say at a lower price. So know which market strategy that you're going to use. And by knowing that market strategy, you also have to observe your market. Coming this far, let me talk about marketing. You have to know, you have to have, let me say, and you have to know, first of all, like knowing your product. And then you also have to know what is that product? I mean, where is that product going to be sold? What is your niche market? you know there's so many people who are doing this tanzania business like going to tanzania um, for imports you know importing clothing kitchen stuff food woman